Hello, everyone. I'm Sabyun Sasa. Welcome to Culture Rainbow, a place where we explore cultural differences and diverse ways of thinking and living through storytelling. In this series of Life as an Immigrant, I would like to share with you the challenges I experienced growing up as an immigrant in France, as well as my attempts to fit into French society. In this episode, we'll talk about the challenge in finding myself a school and the ordeal of submitting my first French assignment. I moved to France along with my mother, brother and sister on August 2004. We left Hong Kong somewhere between the third week and the fourth week of August because the new school year was going to start in September. Upon arrival, as none of us was enrolled in any school, my mom rushed everywhere for our admission. My brother was nine and got admitted in a school nearby in his own age category. My sister was 12 and got admitted in a middle school which provided special French classes for immigrants. She would stay in this special class for a few months and then would continue her schooling in a normal class of her age category. I was the only one left. In France, middle schools accommodate students between 11 and 14 and high schools accommodate students between 15 and 17. At the end of high school, every student has to pass the baccalauréat, an exam which is mandatory if you want to apply for university. I just turned 15 two months before our arrival in France, so according to the French school system, I was at the age of starting my first year of high school. We were living in a relatively small town, so there were only three high schools. We went to all three of them to ask about my potential enrollment. The principals of the first two high schools were quite unwelcoming. The first one shouted at my mom, saying, Your daughter does not even speak a word of French. How can you even imagine that she would be able to follow the classes here, let alone passing the baccalauréat in three years? There is just no way that she could score even 10 out of 20, the minimum passing mark. My mom said, my daughter is a very hardworking student and she would commit to studying a lot for this exam. But still, he refused my admission categorically. The second principal said, both of you are probably not aware of how tough the French language is. Your daughter can't master it in the allotted time limit, no matter how hard she studies. So sorry, but no. With their condescending look and mocking tone, these two principals ended the meeting in a rather abrupt and unpleasant way. At the end of those meetings, my mom translated to me what they said. I couldn't understand the words during the meeting, but I could understand the gestures. I felt deeply humiliated by their disdain. They looked down upon me and spoke with contempt that I could never pass the baccalauréat in three years. I felt sad that people judged me without knowing my ability. I often wondered how people could be so self-righteous. They didn't know I was a brilliant student in my country and unknowingly they limited my possibilities. I felt like they were denying my talent, my diligence, my dedication and my self-worth. At that time, maybe because of my ego or because of my sensitiveness, but I just couldn't bear being put down. I wanted to prove them wrong. From that time, I was determined to score the highest honors in the baccalauréat, 
which means 18 out of 20, even if it means that I will have to work my ass off. I have this belief that you can achieve anything with hard work. I set it as a target, not knowing whether I would be able to achieve it or not. It might be unrealistic, but it had at least a merit of keeping me going for the next few years. The third high school's principal was kind and helpful. He patiently explained to my mom, See, if we accept your daughter now, it won't be a big help for her as she would struggle tremendously in her studies because the first year of high school is difficult. Students come with very solid knowledge of the French language. Also, in this high school, we do not offer any special French classes for immigrants, so no one will be there to help her acquire the basics of the language. So we think it would be better if you enroll her in the last year of middle school, where she will have the time to grasp the basics and will also get an extra year to prepare for the baccalauréat. My mom took his advice and told me she was going to enroll me in the last year of a middle school near our home. I was devastated because for me, it meant that I had to repeat a school year. All my classmates would be 14 when I'm already 15. Repeating a grade in France is pretty common. About 30% of French students have repeated one of their school years. But it is extremely uncommon in Hong Kong. In my whole life, I have only come across one student in Hong Kong who had to repeat a grade. In Hong Kong, society, where grades are synonyms of achievement, repeating a school year is the last resort. And it happens only when the student has failed in almost all subjects and showed no willingness to improve. And repeating a grade in Hong Kong means failure for both the student and his or her parents. They'll feel ashamed about it and will avoid mentioning this to their relatives and friends. I was 15 at that time. Like most teenagers, my self-worth was based on the society's standards, and I was about to be thrown in the category of failure, of shame, of losers, according to the standards of Hong Kong. I was shattered from the inside. I argued with my mom for some time. I told her I would commit to study extra time so that I could manage to pass the baccalauréat in three years' time. We analyzed the probabilities together, and in the end, we both agreed that one more year of preparation would guarantee better results and so more chances of getting into a good university. So I went with my mom's decision. But the you are a failure stigma would continue to haunt me for many years. Finally, I started my first week of school in September. The first assignment we needed to do in the French class was to submit a piece of writing. The instructions were the following. The teacher distributed to us the first page of a story, and we had to write about what would happen next in the story. There were no restrictions. We were free to let our imagination go wild. I went home and looked up the meaning of every word in the text with the dictionary. Yeah, it was a time when Google Translate didn't exist. I wrote my assignment in English and tried to translate it in French with the help of the dictionary. I enclosed the English version as well in case some translations went wrong and the teacher couldn't understand what I wanted to say. In my primary school, 
My teachers used to praise my essays and read them out loud to my classmates to set an example. Writing was among the few things that I felt like I could do well. So hopeful and confident about my writing skills, I handed my French homework to the teacher and waited impatiently to see my grade. A few days later, when it was my turn to collect my assignment, I couldn't hide my excitement with every step. Then my jaw dropped when I saw the big zero on the paper. The teacher looked at me apologetically and said, I'm sorry, Alice. I read your essay also in English. It was so beautifully written that I would have given you 20 over 20 if the assignment was in English. Unfortunately, your translation in French contains too many mistakes. There are errors in prepositions, sentence structure, tenses. If I count all your grammar mistakes and deduct the points respectively, your final mark would have been negative. So I thought it would be better to give you zero. The first zero in my life. As I mentioned before, I grew up in a society where marks are everything. Marks are synonyms of achievement, of value, of worth. Zero in school means zero in life. That was one of the darkest days of my life. I was at the bottom of the pit. Certainly, you can't fall below zero, right? I had no idea how to climb up the hill. I thought, just because I'm not from this country, all my hard work of the previous 15 years went waste. No matter how much I achieved in Hong Kong, now those achievements are worth nothing here in France because the language is different. Many immigrants are failing or lagging behind in the school system of their host country. If you know anyone in this situation, please give them a helping hand. A small encouragement can go a long way. If you are the one who's currently struggling with this issue, please have faith that this is temporary and things will eventually get better. I assure you they will. You will find out how eventually I stood on my own feet in the following episodes. Thank you for listening to this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. You can subscribe to my channel on Spotify for upcoming episodes and you are welcome to share your story with me too. See you next time.